Triple M, it is the Saturday Sports Show. Time to talk baseball. The Port Hedden Baseball Association is a week away from their opening round and last night they had their uh, presentations of last year's uh, trophies and a home run derby. Also, they kicked off the night from about 5.30 with a have a try night, allowing people to come down and face the, uh, the, the batting practice uh, pitches and swing a bat. Mitch Williams joins me in the studio. Sorry to get you in uh, and make you miss your Padres game, mate, but uh, we'll try and get you out of here as soon as possible. No, all good. It's been a plethora of baseball this morning. It's been good to watch and looking forward to the uh, Dodgers and Padres game coming up shortly. All right, let's do this. Uh, Do you want to go through the uh, presentations? Because that was pretty much the important thing last night before the home run derby. Uh, You picked up a couple of... uh, Dust gatherers for home? Yeah, a couple of dust gatherers, mate. Um, obviously, the ind- individual accolades are very nice to be um, recognised, but, you know, it's that one at the end that we're always chasing, and obviously Brewers are the team to beat still at the moment. So uh, it was really good to see a number of individuals there able to collect their awards. Uh, great turnout for our presentation night as well. Obviously, we um, a little bit of a change of format this off-season, not having, um, you know, a shindig, so to speak. Um, but we're looking forward, you know, we tried something new and, you know, that's what it's all about, trying something new and getting some people down. So, yeah, a number of awards were handed out last night. I think notably um, some of the awards that off the top of my head right now without going through the list um, shortly with you, um, you know, we got Tyler Armstrong, best junior for last year. Um, phenomenal. Got a future, this kid. Great future. Yep. Obviously, you know, naturally talented athlete. Um, you know, he's cut from good cloth. Um, you know, his uh, brother as well, Jacob, also received mm, a Best Under-21 award. Yep. And, you know, it's a bit of a testament to the boys and, um, you know, to mum, Raylene and everything and helping helping them out with, you know, their athletic abilities and endeavours. Um, some good programs around for the, for the juniors. And Sharks have got a good program there for their juniors as well. So that's what it's about as well. Uh, MVP for the season last year. In uh, did you do A grade and A reserve MVPs? Yeah, we did A grade and A reserve MVP. A reserve um, was a good one. It was a good good tussle all the way throughout the year for a number of individuals. You got young Caden Dan uh, stepped up along the way. He picked up a few awards in the reserves division as well. That kid he can do any sport. I mean, he, he just steps out. Uh, I, I think he's uh, had success on the touch footy field as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it doesn't surprise me that Caden Dan will be, um, uh, if if not winning, then certainly nominated for plenty of uh, sports awards around this town. Absolutely. Again, you know, we're talking about um, you know local headland individuals. Um, young guys, young men mm. that are between that 15, 18, 19, 20-year-old age bracket that we're really producing. And, you know, for Headland to be putting these um, young men and young women as well, let's not forget, obviously, we've got a number of young, talented women here as well, um, not just in our ball sports, but in all our sports. Um, for us to be putting them on the map as well, um, you know, we're doing right things. So with our reserve awards, um, his old man, Chris, Chris Dan. <laughs> Took out the top gong, so that was really cool. And then uh, Matty O'Neill, um, again, um, a product of Swans, uh, both Dan's product of uh, Pirates Baseball Club. And, uh, yeah, it was great to see those guys, you know, getting getting some accolades for their hard work throughout the year because they're both great club men, um, do a lot behind the scenes for each of their respective clubs. So that was really cool. Batting awards last night. Uh, someone sitting not far away from me in the studio picked up a couple of batting awards last night. Yeah, a couple of batting awards. Um, I, I still think hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things that you'll do in any sport. 
Um, although my golf game probably suggests that, you know, <laughs> that's pretty hard too. But hey, look, you know, um, you know, it was good. It was good to be able to try and, you know, lead from example, I guess, when it comes to, um, you know, helping the team out. And yeah, I mean, I've always liked hitting, and uh, yeah, it's pretty hard. But, but you, we you just also do our best. you also picked up the ERA award for pitching as well. So I mean, yeah. Do you do you take the do you take the mask on and do the catching as well? Is there any uh, any, any position on the field that you don't play, Mitch Williams? I've caught I've caught a couple caught a couple games. Yeah, I'd probably like to play a little bit more shortstop to be honest. But oh. I think being cack handed. Being left-handed for those that um, aren't quite following along, um, being left-handed limit limits out a little bit. But uh, look, be, I mean, it was probably the highest third base too much. Wouldn't put you? it this way: it was probably <laughs> the highest ERA in, to win in in history of the Port Adelaide Baseball Association to win. So <laughs> yeah, what was I'll it, take 4. that. Nine? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> hey, you know you're a good pitcher when you throw BP in a game. All right. So no, that was good. That was good. Oh, very good. Uh, so you got dreams of being a shortstop, eh? Derek Jeter. Oh, Derek Jeter. Yeah, one day. One day. <laughs> who, who invented the game in an anti-clockwise direction? Come on. <laughs> Who was born left-handed? Maybe. Yeah, that's question. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they, a lot of the awards were handed out last night, individual, statistical, and uh, overall awards uh, handed out last night. Now, the home run derby, derby that we had last night, it's the first time we've had this. Uh, Matty Glasson, um, is it his uh, little idea to have this as a, as a season opener? Yeah, Matty Glass, obviously one of those guys that's um, been around the scene for a long time and, you know, he's been able to um, work his way and he's come on board now with the committee and and that's, you know, to bring fresh ideas yep. to obviously our sport is great and so we took this and we've run with it um, and he's done a great job and last night, you know, Everyone did a great job behind the scenes. Obviously, a lot of work to go in it before, you know, seeking sponsorship, and we got some great donations, some great people to help sponsor the event as well. Um, in yourself, Eki, obviously, and, um, you know, for Brumbies to come on board and Tender Spot Butchers as well. That was amazing. Um, and the Cosgrove family as well to be able to donate um, some cool drinks and some ice creams for all the kids. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone was pretty happy with that as well. So to be able to then just you know, kick back and relax and throw BP and make sure the on-field stuff took care of itself. Uh, That was, you know, a great opportunity for us to try and put on the best that we could, albeit at the start of the season. So we all tried our best. I say we because yeah we all we all tried our best all yeah, eight of us so it was really good. So two two uh, two representatives from each club yes. uh, yep. getting up there. Where Matty O'Neill started off from from the Swans and went all the way through. Uh, you were the other Swans rep there last night. Joanne Franklin uh, from the Pirates uh, yep. had a hit as well. Who was his uh, Kevin Charles from Pirates was his uh, offsider in there. Um, we had uh, Adam from uh, the Sharkies alongside uh, Mick Coffin and from Brewers there was uh, Chris Brown and Nick Davis, Tubber. Uh, in, and they were the opening eight to go yeah. last night. Yeah, we started with the eight and then we had we did a three-round format. I think after careful discussion last night, we probably won't do three rounds again. A lot of guys spent their petrol tickets early. <laughs> so, uh, but it was really good, you know, started with the eight. And then we got 15 out. So anything that wasn't over the home run fence was an out. Yep. Um, so yeah, you had 15 tries. Obviously, if you hit home run, it doesn't count. It, you know, you just keep counting on from there. I think I think the uh, the scorer last night was being very generous with some of the uh, the leaves. Mick Coffin took an awful lot of pitches last night. <laughs> <laughs> he just left. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, you come to box, me. You come to box me. Shoebox hitter, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Uh, but others, uh, like Brownie and yourself and Big Matty O'Neill, um, if it's in my if it's in my wheelhouse, I'm having a crack at it. That's it. Get after it. There's only one way to learn. <laughs> Got to get after it. See if you can hit it. So after the first round, uh, Chris Brown from Brewers put six over the fence with, uh, I think he's got a bat just straight out of the Sammy Sosa cupboard because uh, that's got some heat on it. Uh, six over the fence, um, two with four, Kevin Charles and uh, Juwan Franklin and Mickey Coffin was eighth in the lineup. Uh, just put the third one over and said, that'll do. Uh, yes. I'm through. Yeah, very tactical decision there from Mick and uh, it might have paid off. Towards the end, very much so. All right. So the four from half the field was eliminated after the first round. Uh, three, um, so yeah, three uh, batters had two home runs, including yourself and Matt O'Neill and uh, Tubber Davis. And uh, poor Adam was the only one with the single, the solo, uh, and he was also eliminated first round. So uh, we had Mick Coffin batting first uh, after batting last in the in the first round. He whacked a couple over to, to lead the way, and then Kevin Charles followed suit and put two over as well. Uh, after that, it was uh, need three to three to qualify, and Juwan and uh, Brownie just couldn't do it, despite the fact that Brownie put six over in the first round, could only get one in the second round. Yeah, it takes it out of you, and that's what we're, that's what we're seeing now. So, um, you know, you've got to have that consistent swing, that consistent approach, and, uh, yeah, just keep hunting the pitches in your area that you want. Um, so, yeah, for the guys to get through to the third round, my hat's definitely taken off to them. They uh, did a really good job. The elder statesmen, Kevin yes. Charles and Mick Coffin. Yeah, the seasoned veterans. <laughs> so it was really good to see, um, you know, obviously two different clubs represented in regards to um, Coff, uh, Mickey Coff from uh, Sharks and Kevin Charles from Pirates. So it was really good. So getting down to the final in, it was Charlesy yep. versus uh, Coff. And uh, who was uh, on the mound? Just remind me then, uh, throwing, giving the batting practice for, oh, the, for the final. Yeah, I'd... I was throwing. Good. I was so throwing, your, your so, first yeah. one, the first yeah. one you, you tossed out to Kevin Charles. Yep. Sailed. Yeah, I, I was in a bit of a groove there, which so is good. Was he. And uh, yeah, no, he was in a really good groove. So um, I'm sure that uh, you know, I'm sure they'll look after me in due in due course <laughs> for the efforts that I put in for them last night. Can't forget the BP thrower. All right. Yeah, so right. no, they did really well. It was a really good final. Um, and yeah, obviously for Charlesy to put up. I think Charles, he put up uh, one there. Well, that was his only one. Yeah, he, went, Charles, he then got his 10 outs uh, yep. in the final. And so we put the pressure on Coff straight away. Before he even swung a bat, while he was still in the in the batting circle, we said to get to qualify for the, a, a playoff, you need to put the first one out of the park. That's it. Other, other than that, yep. you need two. Yeah, that uh, was it. So and he's gone six straight outs before he put the first one over. Yeah. And I said, mate... He's still running second. Yep. He's then put another three outs, so he's now sitting on nine. He's only got one out left, and the last one went, and that was it. The bat was the bat flip was there. Yes, the bat flip was there. He hit it when it mattered and won it all with two, which is you know like it's I said enough. before, it takes it was enough, and you know it took it takes a lot out of you. You know you see the guys. You know, in the big leagues, when they do their home run derbies and stuff, you know they're sweating bullets like they're knackered, and uh, I think I think those guys at the end there were knackered too. But it was just really good. It was just good to get around, you know, to have the four teams there, and uh, you know fun, everyone get along really atmosphere. well. And yeah. it was it was a great atmosphere. Obviously, you know, we've done it once now. There's a lot of opportunities to learn and live from it, and you know things that we could tweak differently and that. So to have the presentation night and the home run derby last night was a really good. Um, opportunity to open the season and get the baseball community back together and you know just try and expand our reach to those uh, other members that want to get involved. Not a bad timing either, uh, as the, like the week out before the season gets underway. Major leagues do it like a mid-season break, uh, 
They do it. Uh, they have the home run derby and the all star game, and all it's all centered around uh, like a, a two week off from the uh, the major leagues. But uh, I, I like the timing of this uh, to get the season underway. It brings the, the clubs together and a nice uh, friendly atmosphere. Uh, now, just before we finish, uh, season gets underway. It's supposed to get underway Friday this week, but uh, through circumstances yeah. beyond the cl- the association's control, we've had to put it back to Saturday night. So still div- uh, double headed. Uh, a grade on, yes. on, uh, on Saturday night, though. Uh, the 6.30 game that would have been on Friday is going to stay 6.30 on Saturday. Yep. It's just the late game has been brought forward to four. Is that right? Yes. Opportunity to play Saturday afternoon baseball, which is great. Uh, yeah, rather than playing Saturday at 9 p.m. at night, we'll bring that game forward to 4 p.m. All right. So um, what's the fixture be, then? That'll be uh, Swans and Sharks will play at 4 p.m. Okay. And then you've got uh, Brewers and Pirates. Um, at 6.30 p.m. And they're so. timed games, aren't they? Yeah, timed game, two hours, 15 minutes, yep. or seven innings yep. throughout the, throughout the um, season, yep. uh, which is great. Just opportunity to play both games in one night. Still good quality baseball, and it's an opportunity to all be down there as a community. All right, so A-grade, 4 o'clock on uh, Saturday afternoon, and then 6.30, and then the A-reserve Tuesday night and Wednesday night next week. Not this coming week, but next week to uh, start their season off. Mitch, thanks for joining us. I'll let you go. Uh, the Padres are calling. The Padres are ready to go.